What's up everybody and welcome to another episode of Off The Record. I'm your host Imogen Marshall and as always please remember to rate if you're subscribed to the podcast on iTunes and follow us on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. All the details are on our website at www.offtherecorduk.com. Now before we welcome this week's guest we have the news. Now, I hope you guys all had a happy bank holiday and didn't manage to get too burnt in the sun. Um, While we were all bathing away, um, obviously the country world never sleeps. Um, We've had a release just today um, from Maren Morris and Miranda Lambert, um, which is called Way Too Pretty for Prison. This is a much more ruckier track from Miranda and obviously it's been teased for quite some months. I think it was first spoken between the two of them at the CMA Awards. it really just sums up a lot of the sort of culture around both Marin and Miranda. And I'm really a big fan of this track. Um, it's not the most catchy track. I kind of thought it would be a bit bigger almost um, in terms of the vocal power that both girls have. But it's still a heck of a track. Um, Midland have released their new album, Let It Roll, that we were, um, was eagerly anticipated. It's, I think it's very brave. Um, it's really interesting seeing um, some of the other band members, instead of just Mark, um, take the lead in some of the tracks. Um, I really enjoyed sort of that like different level approach um, to the to their songs um, and having that sort of um, just surprising element, which really which is really um, really good. Um, I really am a big fan of the tracks that were already released from the album, but um, but there's definitely some meat in there for Midland. Midlanderos. Um, obviously, my favourite track is still um, Cheating Songs, um, but definitely worth a listen. Um, I don't think it's for everyone, but it's definitely um, a brave, a very brave album. And finally, I know it's not quite country, but Taylor Swift released her new track with the Dixie Chicks called Soon You'll Get Better that is just so vulnerable and so raw, and I absolutely loved it. It's um, old school Taylor, I think, at her best, and obviously the Dixie Chicks on the backing vocals was just beautiful. Um, so definitely worth a track, worth worth a track, worth a lesson even for the non-Taylor um, Swifties amongst you. Um, in terms of news... Sorry, James, the other way around this week. Um, Lauren Elena is due to join Dancing with the Stars. Um, so obviously she's following the steps of Bobby Bones last year. So let's um, hope that she also lifts that glitter ball trophy. Tyler Hubbard and his wife Haley have welcomed their baby boy Luca and he is just adorable make sure to go and look at those videos um, on Instagram and the like um, he's just adorable in the ACM Honours Miranda Lambert won the ACM Honours Milestone Award so congratulations to them to them to her um, she's just uh, so talented almost for multiple people and finally um shay mooney and his wife hannah have announced that they are expecting a second child so congratulations to them and that's been your news for this week now for today's podcast we've got the lovely dylan jacobson on to talk all about his tracks um including his latest album i am i've really enjoyed this track with dylan and i hope you guys do too um obviously go and check him out he's definitely not the atypical country artist so definitely an interesting one to both listen to in this interview and listen to um his his music um so please welcome dylan jacobson to the podcast hello hello hi can you hear me Yes, I can. How are you doing? Perfect. I'm doing really well, thank you. How are you? 
Doing really good. Good. You're thick into the radio tour right now, up home, right? Yeah, we've uh, we've been out since April. Uh, been the ninety four radio stations so far. It's crazy when when you see that like ninety four radio stations. Like, I think people don't really understand. Like, as someone outside the industry, you don't always understand like just how like intense that can be doing ninety four um ninety four stations and talking talking twenty four seven. Right, it's been <laughs> wild. You know, the craziest yeah. thing is we left. Um, right around the middle of April from Nashville. Oh my gosh. And then we just got in a rental car and we yeah. just drove the whole thing. So we've been driving all over the states. That's kind of amazing for, though. For like three months. Have you, you must have seen like all of America now. Uh, pretty much. I've yeah. almost been to every state now. That, that's crazy. <laughs> that's so much fun. And obviously off, off the back of that and with Radio Tour, you've also officially become a Billboard charting artist this year. That must have been such a big moment for you. Oh my gosh, it was like years in the making. Like, I can uh, imagine. Just like so many years of grinding it on the road. Yeah. And, and, you know, that's one of those things that as a kid, you feel like that's so far out of reach. But, yeah, sure. you know, years, it's it finally feels like years and years of hard work are paying off. So it's yeah, just really sure. exciting to see, like, this single, like, coming to life and, and yeah. where it's going to, like, take me in my career. 100%. And looking back, so obviously, um, You've you now are very, like a strongly country artist. Was it always country music that you kind of grew up listening to and always wanted to do, or were there any other influences you had growing up? You know, I grew up because I grew up uh, just outside of Seattle, Washington. Okay, yeah. And so it's not it's definitely not the first place you think of when you think. No. Of country music. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I grew up listening to all sorts of music, but mm. really, what gravitated me the most towards country music was the songwriting. Um, sure. There's some of the best stories in in songs in general come from country music, I believe. But, um, you know, some of my huge influences for me, I love Tom Petty and I love Bruce Springsteen and John Mellencamp. And I feel like those guys are kind of floating that middle ground of rock and roll. Yeah. Their their lyrics are so vivid and, and they tell this, incredible story that I feel like is so country well that's the thing is like the genre lines are so blurred these days that you know if they turn around and were like I'm country if they came in as a new artist to the scene probably people wouldn't bat an eyelid and they just think yep songwriting the storytelling element um you've got it thank you yeah and sort of so when was the kind of like moment that you kind of decided um you know that it was going to be music full-time was it always just your dream just throughout your whole life you know, for me, I was I was always had my mindset on on being a um, just a musician full time. Yeah. And so I I remember I was in school still, like in high school, and you know, kids would be like figuring out where they wanted to go to college and stuff, and I'd yeah. be sitting there, I'd be sitting there being like, I want a tour, and I'm <laughs> in class, routing on like a map, like I'm gonna go to this city, yeah. and I'm gonna go to this city. And so I graduated high school and, and hit the road like a month after high school and, um, you know, never stopped touring since. Sure. I've been doing it full time now for probably about the last four years. Yeah. Um, and it's it's just been so incredible just to, uh, you know, yeah. live and breathe music full time. For sure. And obviously, so you, you're saying you grew up in Seattle. So when was the kind of point when you moved to Nashville? I guess I'm guessing you did that about four years ago. Yeah, I well, so I've had places in, um, or I've had a place in Nashville for like the last two years now. Oh, amazing. Um, 
so it's been it's been fun to you know get in in music city and, mm, and you know sure. that's where country music you know the heart of it is yeah um but we i mean we're on the road like 50 weeks of the year it's so. like nomad it's the nomad <laughs> really, lifestyle for me, for me home is in a, like a a van a trailer in <laughs> a, a airplane and a hotel room yeah. and <laughs> it, it's anywhere but yeah it's just that life is a touring musician i guess but when you came yeah. kind of um i guess experience more of nashville i mean yeah it's such the heart of um country music do you think that um being there and i'm guessing you've written with um a lot of other people in nashville do you think that's sort of um changed the direction of your music at all Sorry, what was the question again? Um, do you think that coming to Nashville and doing more co-writes and stuff like that, do you think it's kind of changed the direction of your music at all? Or do you think that it kind of just, like, expands your opportunities? So I'm a, I'm a little bit different in the fact that, you know, ever since I was a little kid, yeah. I, I was always writing songs just in my room. Mm. And I remember, like, I started writing songs, like, 11 years old. And yeah. so a lot of the songwriters that I grew up listening to, like, huge inspirations of mine, like John yeah. Mellencamp. Um, solo wrote like yeah, they're solo. Ninety oh. percent of his stuff, at least. And yeah. So for me, like I always believe that, like you know, some of the greatest songs of all time were written by one person. And so yeah. for me, that's kind of been something that's been a huge, you know, part of my story is just yeah. kind of doing things my own way. And so I've, like, in fact, on the new record, um, yeah. I wrote all of the songs one hundred percent. So that's Amazing. something that I'm super proud of. That is incredible, um, and it, it that does does make it just like so unique, and um, yeah, it's, it does. It's an I think amazing that, I think that it, it helped um, shape my sound, and yeah. you know, for this new record, we wanted to get outside of Nashville and, and sure. do things kind of like the way that I've kind of always done them, but never mm -hmm. felt comfortable enough to get outside of the Nashville way of doing yeah. things and, and just do it that way. And so, mm -hmm. um, you know, ever since I was a little kid, uh, my parents came home with this little eight track recorder for me when I was like. Oh gosh, like eleven years old, yeah. and um, so I'd lock, I'd lock myself in my room, like from the time I got home from school until oh, bedtime, and I'd sit there and record myself. And um, <laughs> so that was something with this new record. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna, <clears throat> I'm gonna get out of Nashville, yeah. and I'm just gonna do it in my studio and play all the instruments and write all the songs. And so for like four months, from April, from August. December of this last yeah. year um, we took the whole time off shows and I just went to town on the record that's amazing and then that must be such a good way to like get just get like fully immersed in you and your sound and kind of what you want to create and um, yeah it must have been a very unique and different process it was I feel like I finally was able to you know get a sound that defined me you know I feel yeah. like people whether they listen to this record now or you know six months down the road I feel like they can listen to these songs and, and, you know, truly hear who I am as an yeah. artist. And it's definitely, it's like a cultivation of like so many different artists that have influenced me over the years. Yeah. And, uh, it's cool too. Though. I mean, the record, the concept record too. So we, yeah. we even found ways to like tie some of the songs into other ones. And there's a couple instrumental tracks on there. So it's like mm -hmm. an experience. I still love, um, you know, like a full record and listen yeah. to it from beginning to end. So we wanted to make something special for that. Yeah, too. I love I love that because it's so it's so easy these days to just lead out with singles and get like really stuck into just doing the single thing. But I still love listening to just like our body of work and getting really immersed in an artist, which I think is what what you amazingly achieved. Which is right. Like, yeah, it's, and it's that's really. What, I mean, yeah. that's what I do for other artists all the time. I like 
I go out and I pick up a CD or an yeah. album or, a, you know, and I just put it in and I listen to it like for weeks on end and just like immerse myself in yeah. so many different little tiny details that you maybe don't catch the first time around. And, and yeah. I feel like you finally get the full picture of things. So, um, what you want yeah. to do. Yeah. And and obviously it was a very different, um, I get, I'm guessing it was a very different process from your first, like from where I began. Um, was that a very conscious decision? It was, you know, from where I began, uh, that one, I feel like I was in a completely different place. Because mm -hmm. I, I recorded that record at the end of 2015. Yeah. And it came out in 2016. And man, it was, yeah, it was, I was, I felt like I was in a completely different place. Like I was yeah. still writing all my songs at that point in time. Um, all of those were 100% too. I still played all the instruments. Um, but I feel like at that point in time, it was still kind of up in the air exactly who I am as an artist. And I, mm. I, I still feel like everyone's kind of still kind of finding themselves, you know, as they yeah. go on in life. But I feel like I'm in a completely different place than I was three years ago, which is yeah. wild, you know, to see how much, like, growth and and it's fun to look back on. But yeah. at the same time, it, it makes me so excited for the future. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like if you yeah, feel this it, is how far you come now. That old record, that was... That was uh, that was one that was recorded in in, in another studio, and so this this new record was one where it was like you know I did this all myself, which is yeah. pretty cool to say. And obviously, in America, has been so successful. Um, was um, kind of what was the immediate inspiration behind that one, and yeah, the story behind like your thought process there. Yeah, you know, funny enough, this was a song that kind of got lost in the songbooks. And, yeah. And, uh, I, I wrote this one back in, like, 2014. Um, and actually, it almost didn't make the record. We had like, recorded the whole that's thing. That's always the way, isn't um, it? Yeah, right? That's, it, that's usually the way it happens. It's always the way. It was like, we had this whole record recorded <laughs> and uh, had already sent it off to mixing. And I remember we were sitting down one night. It was right before Christmas this last year. And we had a couple uh, holiday shows that we were doing. And so every show that I do, I like to do an acoustic song in the mm -hmm. set um, just to kind of like break away from the, the you know, the, the band set and just kind of yeah. do something unplugged and acoustic, something I've never really played before. Mm -hmm. And so we were flipping through the song books and I found this song and I was like, how did this one slip through the cracks? So oh we, my gosh. <laughs> we're kind of kicking ourselves and we we're like, okay, we need to, we need to get yeah. this on the record. So I literally sat down my Christmas Eve and I, tracked this whole thing out and oh just like God. knocked it out in a day and, and sent it off and it caught up to the rest of the record and ended up being the single that's like <laughs> the one that does so well yeah <laughs> there's nothing like making making you work making life easier for yourself is it <laughs> right <laughs> but no I wrote this song about like you know being out on the road and yeah. seeing so many different places you know not the song's about seeing America, but we've seen so many different places yeah. in the world just from traveling through music. And, yeah. and I feel like, you know, while you're still young, you know, I wrote this song about graduating high school and just getting yeah. out and seeing so many different parts of the country that maybe you wouldn't see otherwise, mm -hmm. you know, flying from place to place, you know. Um, and especially being out on radio tour for the last three months, we've seen so many things that we would have never planned to see. Like a couple weeks yeah. ago, we saw the world's largest ball of string, or sorry, oh ball of paint. <laughs> it's like this, That's uh, just something you'd never two even and think. a half ton baseball that they covered in like 27,000 layers of paint. That is crazy. <laughs> That's like one of those things that you just think, you know, you look at your life as a musician when you're probably younger and you think, hmm, I don't know how this like this journey's going to take me. And then you have moments like that and you must be just be like, what is happening right now? Right? <laughs> <laughs> but 
<laughs> but it's it's so fun that you know there's so many different like little like quirky yeah. things out there that we always like to go find and see and that's so, really cool. um that one's like kind of one that stuck out in my mind <laughs> the yeah. past couple of weeks well hopefully add, add the uk tour to the mix soon and then you'll get some I'm sure you get some quirky things over here yes we uh we're really hoping to get back to the to the UK real soon. Yeah. And so what's the plan for the rest of the year? Is it just finishing off the radio tour and then kind of um, playing shows, I guess, around the country? Yeah, you know, for me, uh, so radio tour right now, we're actually still, we're on the West Coast right now. Yeah. Um, trying to finish it up. We got probably about 20 more stations to go visit um, at California this next mm-hmm. week. And then, um, you know, as... As uh, you know, the single carries on. I, I like to do or say we're going out and doing radio tour 2.0, which yeah. is kind of like going back and and visiting all these markets and radio stations again and actually doing you know shows. Yeah. Um, we're, versus this radio tour, we're just going out and we're visiting the radio stations, but now we're actually going to like go out and meet the fans and oh, and you know really get to know everybody yeah that's really cool so let's just end up with just find a few shorter questions so tea or coffee Ooh, tea um would you rather give up songwriting or performing oh Mm. oh that's so hard you know for me i'll always be an artist first yeah Um, so i'll I'll, I'll say uh performing Uh, or sorry songwriting i'd give up yeah <laughs> that's really hard yeah that's, that's probably the hardest question i'll ever have because i'm i'm so passionate about, about both. both yeah and they're kind of just so intertwined um record you couldn't live without if you were stuck on a desert island a record i could not live without Ooh. um i'm gonna i'm gonna say tom petty full moon fever Ooh, that's a good one. Record you're playing on repeat at the moment. Uh, you know, I got I got John Mellencamp's greatest hit oh, yes. uh, in in the van right now. So I've been uh, yeah. playing that one. It's like thirty five John Mellencamp songs <laughs> can't go wrong. <laughs> well, I guess you really don't have time for this on the road. But what are you binge watching right now? Oh, you know, actually, I, I try to find time for for some good Netflix. Uh, oh. uh, Stranger Things. Oh. Season three. Don't spoil it. I'm still still going my way through. Um, dream collaboration. Um, Bruce Springsteen. Oh. Name for your first headline arena tour. Uh, ooh. Ooh, the name for it? Yeah. That's tough. I feel like I feel like it would have to do with the record that I have out at That's that point so in time. But I uh Ooh, you know, from where I began might be a cool one because that was my first record and it kind of like sets the tone for like where I started. Tour bus essential. What was that? Tour bus essential. Um, ooh, animal crackers. Ooh. Um, pre-show ritual. Um... Pre-show ritual. I'm I'm kind of lame. I really don't have one. Uh, <laughs> no, no, I think for me, it's kind of just about getting in the mindset. For me, it would just, just be like, like clearing my mind so I can go on stage mm. and put on the best life show. But I don't really, I don't really do anything quirky. No. I, I probably should. Uh, <laughs> just just come up with some like, weird thing. Be like, yeah, I um, I can't even think of something now. I'm going to be really unimaginative. But <laughs> um, <laughs> so complete the sentence. So music is everything. Country music is. Oof, a great, a great story. And Dylan Jacobson is. Oh, 
Dylan Jacobson is, you know, I'm just out to just tell my story. Dylan Jacobson is honest. You know, I, every, every song that I write, I want to, I want to, it to be real. And mm-hmm. some of my favorite, you know, country songs are the ones that, you know, you believe every word that they're saying. So at the end of yeah. the day, that's, that's kind of my goal. I love that. Thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me. It's really fun to talk to you. Um, and yeah, I just hopefully see you in the UK sometime soon. Thank you so much. I hope to get over there real soon. Yeah. Have a great rest of your day. Hey, you take care. Bye. Standing on a man in the nothing but the sound of a song I can sing along to. I'm high on the hilltop. No one ever thought I could do the things I do. On the long road, highs and lows, every show, every note, the thrill that gets me still saying thank you to the few to my hand and made me who And that will do for episode 82 of Off the Record. Make sure to tune in next week, as always, for another exciting episode. We've got um, someone who's been on the podcast before, but in their brand new venture, and we're going to be talking to them about that next week. Um, have a great week, and obviously make sure to check out Dylan Dylan Shakespeare's music, available everywhere now. Thank you so much to him for taking the time to chat with me, and have a great week. Bye, y'all. Mm-hmm.